healing the wound of betrayal. Betrayal. So, how do we heal the wounds of betrayal? How do we convince a heart and a mind that it is safe to trust again, to surrender, to let go? Betrayal can take many forms and it can happen in many ways. From betrayal of oneself to betrayal from someone we love to those we look up to and respect. From family to friends to lovers to colleagues to even feeling it at the hands of the world. What has remained personally a constant for me in in countless times of feeling betrayed is the knowledge that at no time was I betrayed by Mother, Father, God. At no time was I betrayed by Spirit, despite feeling like I may have been. Because in the end, I saw that love was there for me continuously and it wasn't dependent on anything other than me being open to receiving it. So for me, that is the way back from the effects of betrayal. We ask Spirit to heal us, We ask to fall into the arms of spirit and into that endless source of love and in that endless source of love we wash ourselves free of the pain and the resentments of betrayal. But it also helps to understand that when we feel we have been betrayed by another it is very often because that person is unable to offer us what we need or are looking for. They may be unable to be naked in their truth. They may lack the skills to be discreet in secrets that we may have shared with them. And it's worth remembering that what we share with someone is, well, it's then their property. So in fact, it requires a mindfulness of who we share our souls with and also how much we share. Do we share too much, too quickly, or not enough? Those that we feel have betrayed us, they may lack the space in their hearts or in themselves to hold the space for someone else. And they will most certainly be on their own journey, and this may mean that they are in a place where they are unable to be what we need them to be. And this can extend to the most heinous of betrayals, which really is abuse of power in any form. To betrayal of lies told, truth withheld, confidences betrayed, that person is unable. Someone once likened this state to us wanting a man in a wheelchair to get up and walk. We're asking the impossible of someone. It's not where they are right now, for all is change. This does not justify the behaviour, but what it asks of us is to see the struggling human in them, is to see the soul on a journey, and that above all, none of this was personal to us. We did not do something wrong, for we are all linked, and oftentimes the stories of others will collide with ours. I know that there are times in my life when I have been betrayed, when I have felt betrayed, and what has hurt me the most is that all along I knew. All along I had received guidance from spirit, from my inner knowing that that perhaps this person was not to be trusted, that this situation was not as it was appearing to be. I knew, and the biggest betrayal therefore was the betrayal of myself, that I refused to listen to that inner knowing, and that I did so 
time and again. Because spirit shall guide us should we choose to allow ourselves to get so close to the whisperings of spirit. Should we look back on events and occasions of betrayal in our life, most of the time we will be able to say we had a feeling, we had a sense, we were not sure and yet we did not listen. And so the biggest healing comes when we forgive ourselves for betraying ourselves in those moments. And from that, we can often see a trail of this pattern. How many times have we betrayed ourselves? How many times have we dishonored ourselves? Not listening to that small voice that says, I don't want to do that. I don't feel comfortable with that person. I don't like how this makes me feel. How many times have we silenced that voice as being silly, as making a fuss, as being nonsense to be controlled? How many times? And how long shall we continue to do that? Because the time is now to honour what we are feeling and what those feelings are telling us. Yes, we do need to be mindful also because sometimes that voice in us may be overprotective. At some stage, perhaps, something may have happened to make that part of us now fear or become reticent of anything that is out of the comfort zone. And so, yes, we need a balance of the heart and mind. And, well, to get that balance, to gain clarity in those moments, we go to spirit. We sit in silence. We sit or walk in nature and we pray and we ask for spirits to show us the truth of a situation. And if it's still unclear, if we're still unsure, then stillness shall prove effective. Because everything is movement and everything will come to pass and everything eventually unravels so we may see the whole picture given time. And we do know that what is meant for us shall return, it shall remain. We know this. And this shall assist us in tempering that drive to push forwards, to control. This shall allow us to have the patience to allow life to unfold and to be created equally. Betrayal runs in all of us. Our history is steeped with it. And when we have betrayed another, then we too shall need to contend with the guilt and with that seeking of forgiveness. I have found at the end of every day, a really good practice for me is to wipe the slate clean, to go through every event where... I may have hurt another and to ask forgiveness in prayer from Mother, Father, God, from myself and from that person. I mean, of course, if it's possible to ask forgiveness straight away from anyone that we may have betrayed, then that is the best way. Because we know when we have betrayed another and it's better to ask for forgiveness and start the healing right away than let it fester. Those who betray... Those who reveal our confidences, those who let another down, those who abuse positions of power and responsibility, those who conceal the truth, they truly are betraying the God part of themselves every time. They are silencing that still small voice in them, which is also most likely screaming, this does not feel right. And if this continues for years, then this part may fall silent, and this part That voice is the gateway to the divine, and that may close. So in fact, those who betray provide the biggest mirror to us as a whole of what can happen when we stop listening to guidance, when we stop honouring the truth of what we may become when we disconnect from the divine in us. 
And what do you do if you have been betrayed? Well, I have found that the prayers are to ask for help in forgiving those who have, who have perpetrated this. And also to ask for the bigger learning to be made clear. And to forgive self. And to check in. How does this affect my relationship with spirit? Do I somehow feel let down? In which case this is a conversation, for such it is in our quiet times, to have with spirit. It's your relationship with Mother, Father, God, with the great unseen. And it is that relationship that should hold you strong in times of disappointment in this earthly realm. And so that is the union that we feed daily, because it shall feed you also. So as we grow to honour ourselves, as we grow to see that we are the reflection of the Great Spirit and that we too are sacred, that our feelings and our intuitions are the God part of us guiding us, so then shall we start the process of self-respect. And then the next time we have a feeling and intuition, we shall listen, we shall see where that listening takes us. And as man learns to betray himself less and less, he shall be better placed to betray others less and less. And so the union with all deepens, for all is one. So be it. It is so.